You're here with Red Beans and Rice. Yeah, that's right. Red Beans and Rice. I'm Red Beans. And this is Rice. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to Bible Snacks. Uh, let's see. Today, we're talking about airplanes. Uh, Sean, have you ever flown on an airplane? I've flown on an airplane a bunch of times. Yeah, you look like a real high class guy to me. <laughs> Let me guess, you flew uh, business class, first class. Yeah, whatever coaches, whatever the whatever coach. whatever the cheap one is. Were you surrounded by bags? Probably. Okay, yeah. so you were in the <laughs> luggage compartment. Pretty much, stowaway, <laughs> stowaway. Yeah. Uh, so, how was your experience flying coach? I mean, it was all right. I uh, got from point A to point B, sometimes point C. But um, I guess it was all right. That's all I ever, uh, that's all I ever tried. Got offered. Yeah. Well, when you got on the plane, first time flying, you walk through and you see like those nice fancy seats, all the extra room and big leather seats, and they tell you keep walking, sir. Yeah, I, I thought those were just um, leftovers or something I guess. <laughs> for the pilot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the lounge. <laughs> uh, you know, I got an opportunity to fly first class once. Um, I was, <laughs> it was, <laughs> I was like 15 years old. Um, I was working at Smoothie King and I entered a contest, um, on how to best sell supplements. So I did a video, um, my sales technique and everything. And the winner out of everyone in the country was going to get a, uh, plane ride, wow. um, to corporate headquarters for, uh, like the national expo or something like that. Jeez. Yeah. And, um, well, I, my video won. So I won the contest, and then I made a joke to him, like, you're going to fly me first class, right? Nice. <laughs> and they actually came back and, and were like, yeah, we'll uh, we'll fly you first class um, oh. one, one way. Yeah. <laughs> Just a taste of it. Yeah. And uh, I had never flown first class before, so I was only 15, and I'm, I'm like, ah, neat. And um, it was funny because my mom and my brother were going, too, so they had to go <laughs> <laughs> sitting coach and i'm up there in this big huge seat um especially because then i was just a little guy yeah um yeah. and they even got on the on the microphone thing and were like all right everybody um today's a full flight so we need you to you know squish in as tight as you can back there <laughs> and uh it was awesome yeah i mean you talk about not knowing any like that you had better and then now that I flew that, it's like, wow, there's a whole other world out there. Oh, yeah, you get, uh, <laughs> get to compare it to uh, regular peasant life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, they even give you a, uh, a hot towel. And I felt like, you know, I'm like looking around at the other people. What do you do with this yeah, towel? I was going to ask you, what do you do with it? <laughs> they, they put it on their face, like wipe their face down with it, uh, wow. wipe your hands off with it. And so I'm like, oh, okay, um, dude. You wouldn't believe how good that actually does feel. Like, oh. <laughs> you like wipe my face down with a warm towel, and you feel really refreshed. Like ah, these maybe uh, maybe these people know what they're talking about. You know, um, the elite. Yeah, they give you a little like um, much better snacks. You know. Oh, real. Yeah. Now high, you're talking important. High stuff. class <laughs> snacks and a nice little fancy dish and whatnot um but it was a great experience yeah. it really was um and then you know we landed and i'm like hey mom hey bro how how was the flight <laughs> like, they're holding uh, their neck <laughs> yeah they're holding their neck um so i don't know if i'll ever get that experience again it's definitely on my bucket list i would love it's like a dream of mine i'd love to fly in a private jet 
Yeah, yeah, just, that, definitely, man. I mean, that, that would, would be, be awesome. so cool. I mean, Air Force One would be cool too, but yeah, I'll settle for a private jet. <laughs> um, it got me thinking, though, our Christian life. Yeah, you know, how many of us are flying coach in our Christian life when we could be flying first class? Yeah, you know, you mentioned that you didn't know that there was more that yeah. it could have been better. And I think there's a lot of Christians out there who profess to believe in God, right. profess to believe in Jesus, um, but they're living a bah humbug life. They're living a coach life. Yeah. And it's like, man, if you believe this, that God is real and that Jesus died for your sins, you got first class tickets, man. Yeah. And you're, you're on the plane and you have first, ha- first class tickets, but you're sitting in coach. Yeah. Um, because it, you know, the, the word says greater is he that is in you than yeah. he that is in the world. Um, and so when I think about the analogy of a plane and I think about your position versus your condition, yeah, yeah, right. We've talked about this in church. Um, your position is whether or not you're saved. You're either in Christ or you're not, you're either going to heaven or you're not. Yeah. So you either believe and followed Christ, or, or you don't. You're right. you're a fake. Um, so in this sense, if you're on the plane, you're on the plane. Right. 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 You're in Christ. You're on the plane. Um, not plane takes off, you can't get off. Right. So your position is in Christ, but your condition is the life you're living in Christ. Yeah. Like you're still here. God left you on this earth for a purpose. How is your life? glorifying and living for all that you know the, the scripture says that we have abundant life in christ right uh i would i would wonder how many of our listeners would say hey i have an abundant life that's that's me a first class lifestyle as a christian right not to say we're not struggling sure yeah you know we struggle but um makes it easier to struggle <laughs> to go through it i mean yeah i mean you've got you've got uh the power source that you're plugged Definitely. into um, but many Christians are not plugged in. They're just coast. They're flying. They're coasting along on cruise control. Um, but they're riding in coach. Yeah. And they don't know that there's like a whole better life out there. Um, what were you saying earlier about abiding? Oh yeah, about um, what's that first, first or second John about uh, us abiding in uh, in Him so He can abide in us. You know that's like super important because some people I think they just want something so then. That's when they're abiding, but they don't include them in any other part of their life any other time, you know. Um, but it's a, it says right there in Scripture, that we do go to him and he'll come to us. So, But a lot of people just go to him when times get tough. Yeah, like a vending machine. <laughs> or when you're flying in a plane yeah. and you hit turbulence. Yeah, yeah. How many people all of a sudden become prayer warriors? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like um, in one of our Brother Ron's messages about the... Um, um, you know, being a millionaire, but living like you got 15 cents or 10 cents, you know, it's like, why, you know, if you have access to all that, um, you know, and all you got to do is put your faith in them, you know, and you can, you can truly have all that. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. I mean, many of us are living in the past where we're focusing on all of our woes, yeah. uh, instead of focusing on who we are and what we have in Christ. I want you to read a verse for me. Sure. First Corinthians two, nine. Yeah, um, I got it in uh, NLT version. Um, but uh, 
It says, uh, that is what the scriptures mean when they say, no eye has been seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. How true is that? That's it. Yeah. I mean, you can't even, you can't even imagine what it is that he has for you. Um, and it all comes down to what you were saying about abiding in him. Yeah. Abide in me and I'll abide in you. Um, and we talked last week about abiding the word coming like coming like from the word abode, like my yeah. humble abode, my yeah, dwelling yeah. place. Yeah. And so to abide is to dwell in, to live in that Christ lives in you. Yeah. Um, I have another verse too. I'll read Colossians three, Colossians chapter three, verse one. Therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above which Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Yeah, so it's actually it's actually saying you've died. Yeah. You know, but it's so many of us are still focused on this world and everything this life has to offer and our troubles here. But the scripture says in verse 2, set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are uh, on earth. Yeah. You know? Um, So I guess we have to ask everybody, you know, first, (laughs) are you on the plane? Yeah, yeah. You know, have you decided to follow Jesus? Right. And if if you haven't made that decision, that's step one. Right. Get on the plane. Um, realize that Jesus Christ died for your sins. Yep. And uh, Brother Ron, in his last message, he was talking about Romans 5. Let me just find that. Uh, Romans 5, 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God yeah. through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we've been justified before God uh, by what Jesus has done. We have peace with God through Christ. So you've heard it said as, you know, to be justified means just as if I never sinned. Right. So your sin, your whatever you've done, you know, that has caused you to fall short from God, Jesus has covered that with his blood and made a way for you to be right with God. So, you know, that's pretty, uh, that's a pretty huge benefit right there. Yeah. So you get on the plane and then at that point, what are you flying? Yeah, it's our choice, I guess. You know, at that point, if we, um, if you know, really following God, you can uh, fly first class. Yeah, it's know? somewhere it's where that comes to the condition. Yeah, the position you're on the plane. Your condition is: Are you just are you flying coach, or are you flying in first class? Yeah. Um, and you, when you, you know, you mentioned that earlier with your experience in coach, and it really just makes me wonder how many Christians out there are flying coach and they don't even know. Yeah, that there's first class available. They're and just that. used to the old norm. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's the new term these days, right? New normal. The norm. new normal. Yeah. Man, I hate that term. Know, I'm getting too. so sick and tired of it. Be like, get us the new normal. <laughs> um, well, I hope the new normal isn't. You're just you know, flying and coach. Um, yeah. People just oh, I just go to church on Sunday. Try to be a good person. Try to help people when I can. It's like, no, no, man. So much more to it. (laughs) So much more. God says that he has abundant life for you, that you can't even imagine what he has prepared for you. So our challenge for our listeners today is 
fly first class. Make the choice. Make the decision today to say, I'm on the plane. I'm going to start getting in the Word of God. I'm going to start reading the Word, yeah. and I'm going to look for the spiritual blessings that He has for me. Yeah. Apply what it says, man. You know. What sound does a plane make when it takes off? 